Hello, and welcome to Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate, a show about buying and selling homes in Montana and the power realtors and power lenders that make that happen. We are your hosts, Colleen Wood. And I'm Alicia Retz. Each week, we will discuss the housing market, how to navigate it, and what questions you need to be asking yourself along the way. But that's not all. We will also dive into how to navigate the ins and outs of being leaders in business and how to build a robust and dynamic team within that business and navigating the world as a career-driven professional, all while raising a family. Join us as we share our highs and lows in real estate, business ownership, and motherhood. Alicia? I'm so tired of people right now. Oh, right? I mean, although the sun's out, which helps a lot. I mean, the sun is out and the grass is green. Yes. But is it greener on the other side? It's not greener on the other side. Talk to Why me about it. Why do people it. always think it's greener on the other side of the fence? You got to water the grass you're standing on. I completely agree. Like when I've talked to other agencies just about what they have to offer, like it's all the same thing. You've got to create the, the own work yourself. You have yeah. to put in the hours yourself. Anywhere I go is not going to make a difference in my business. No, they're all offering, offering the same thing. On our side, nobody's got magic money. Right. Nobody's got some special, like a special interest rates. It's a, like we're all fishing from the same pond. Exactly. And it's about the people you work with. And mm-hmm. that's like love the one you're with type of situation. Mm-hmm. The people I work with now, they know me, they love me. These other brokers that I talk to, yeah. eventually they'll love me, but it's going to take some time. They don't right. actually care about me yet. It takes truly to care about me. ever to build the relationships. And honestly, the relationships and the systems and processes matter more than the interest rate and fee. Exactly. It makes your job easier. And again, if you have a boss like you mm-hmm. who takes care of them and cares, cares truly for the people that, you, that work for you, yeah. and you show it in so many different ways, vacations and I try. the fun parties that you throw and you just give with your entire heart. Yeah. I think we're seeing a lot of both loan officers and realtors. We're seeing a lot of company changes right now. There are so many realtors uh, moving around right now. And I think with the market slowing, they think that they're going to get more business other places. Somebody has fancier marketing. Somebody has an international presence. Are you selling in Italy? Are you, sis? Thank you. Are you? Thank you. Do you know even the name of one street? (laughs) (laughs) Can you even say it? No, you can't. You're a white girl from Montana. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) One of my buyer's agents was getting pitched by another company to go work for them. And it definitely felt that little ting of like, (gasps) yeah. And it's, it just, it felt kind of yucky. And with somebody I love and respect and she knows, but, um, yeah, it it was one of those moments where he definitely saw that maybe the grass is greener over there, but he he didn't go, which is good. The recruiters yeah. are just hammering. I right have been now. getting so many phone calls Ugh. from. I get texts. It's so low class. Yeah. I think they, I don't get the phone calls because they don't have my personal cell. They're still calling the office. Oh, right. And Shelby doesn't let them through. Right. You know, she's like, what's your business? And they won't tell her. And she's like, well, you're not going through. And so they text. I find that to be so low class to be texting. So the recruiters are just hammering right now on trying to get loan officers to move. And I'm just going to tell you flat out, guys. You're deciding to go from one sinking ship to another sinking ship and you have no idea if uh, the hole in their hull is bigger than the one in yours. So like there's no way to know whether or not another company is going to be better. And to me, to think about starting over, number one, like buyers are already 
frustrated and confused and don't know where they are in this market. And then you, they've been working with a loan officer and now they don't even know the company I have, or how to get a hold of them or what their experience is going to be like. We've had so many deals where the loan officer is no, no longer there. And yeah. uh, some of them were a couple of weeks ago when you could tell um, refinances were going to go way down. So there's yeah. a lot of layoffs and they were for the big companies like Rocket Mortgage and blah. Yeah. But it was such a pain in the butt to have yeah. to start over with a new loan officer. Yeah. And they don't know where you are. They don't care. No. They've taken you over halfway through the transaction and it's a pain in the butt. Yeah, they're not even here. They don't have local, they don't have local accountability. Yep. They're just somebody who gets stuck with the dribbles. Yep. You know, and it's incredibly unfortunate. And, you know, all these recruiters are like, we have the best rates. Like I got a recruiter right now that's saying that they'll pay me 450 basis points on a file. That's like insane amount of money. Insane. So that would be, that would be on a hundred thousand dollar loan. That would be 40, so we'll, we'll say a million dollar, math is hard, <laughs> math is hard, hold please. So like on a million dollar loan times point zero four five, that would be $45,000 on possible. one loan, on one loan. How, like they must have like crazy office fees or crazy like how? There, you don't have any help. That's what it oh. is. You don't have any help. You're literally like, you're your own processor. You're your own closing department. You're your own, like you're servicing, you're cleaning the toilets. Still, it's still, you're doing everything. <laughs> the numbers still don't add up though. No. That is crazy. No, there's just, it's like 45, 40, 450 basis points. Like it's just BS. Do they actually think you would like leave your team and go? Well, that's why I always laugh at them. Yeah, yeah. I don't actually respond uh, because yeah. I do think you know, if you even entertain conversations with recruiters right now, I promise you eventually they will wear you down and you will make a change. I completely agree. And because we're salespeople and I swear that salespeople are the easiest people to sell. <laughs> so like, I, I don't play. So hard. I don't you play. You work so hard. Okay. <laughs> I'll have a conversation <laughs> yeah. with your team. No, I think if, if you need to make a decision, am I moving or am I not? And without ever talking to anybody, because if you start talking to those people, they are trained to convince you. They are trained to, to lean on your pressure points on, on the things that, you know, my rates aren't that great. <sighs> I lost a product. <sighs> like everybody. So many, and you have so many products. And, and things are changing so quickly. Yeah. There, if so, even if someone's interest rates are touched, it's just a matter of time until they're right up yeah. with everyone else's. I, you know, uh, sunshine shines on a dog's ass every every now and then. Like literally, there will always be somebody with a better rate. Completely. And if all you ever sell is rate, then you are you are a commodity that can be excused. And that we're supposed to be um, have a hundred and twenty five thousand less loan officers next year. This is supposed to be a massive cleansing because of refinancing, because or the of, lack the, of refinancing. the lack of refinances, the lack of people being able, able to sell. You have to sell. You are a salesperson. Realtors, you are a salesperson. You have to be able to sell real estate. You're not a ticket taker. No. And the thing is with sales, just reading the person, it's not pushing them into a home that they don't want. It's reading them and seeing, oh, do they like this home? Okay, let's figure out how to get that for you. Yeah. Being or resourceful. Like, exactly. And it just thinking outside the box a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Being resourceful, like having value. It's not just, oh, look, at I can, I can quote a rate, you know, like I'm just going to be the cheapest rate. If that's all you've got, you will always be phased out. Um, Charlotte Clausen, I think did a really good job of talking or Charlotte Durham. And she was saying how we're not changing our personalities when you're being in sales, you're catering to what they need mm -hmm. and just reading them. Right. And 
giving them what they need. And I think that was a really good way of yeah. looking at it too. Yeah. Yeah. But you also have to be willing to lead. Yes, absolutely. And, and your client is working with you as a professional because they are looking for direction on what is the next best step. So if you can't stand on your own two feet and solidly say, this is the next best step for you because you're educated and you're professional and you know what the heck you're talking about, then you're just going to get undersold. Somebody else is going to sell a better rate. We got somebody right now that Sari's talking to right now. We're going to sell them a higher rate because our mortgage insurance is half. Wow. So... It's like, I mean, if that's you crunch just a, the numbers of what we crunch the numbers. Doing. It's actually less money out of pocket for them to be able to do this. And it's both down on the down payment, uh, cash to close and, and monthly payment. So like, it's not just about the rate. And you know, we're selling right now too. Like there's opportunity. We're selling what the next step is. And then the next step, like how do we get you from, from this property into the next property and, you know, to follow your generational wealth plan. Being able to lead is such a strong point. People are coming to you because of your expertise and if yeah. you're wishy-washy about it. And there's often times where I do think out loud with my clients and we process together, but you do have to have an opinion. Yeah. And that's what they're coming to you for. That's what they, they are. Re- they want to know what you think. And after so many years of experience, you should know what you're doing. Yeah. And you cannot be wishy-washy yeah. about it. You have to be passionate about selling the product that you have. Right. And you have to sell what you have on the, sh- on the shelf. Right. Like it stop being sad that you don't have a land loan or stop being sad that there's not a condo available at 200. Like let's find out what does work for you and move forward. And I'm just seeing a lot of loan officers that are laying down in the streets, crying, kicking and screaming. They're blaming their company. They're looking at anybody else other than themselves as the reason why they're not closing more business. And it's like, honey, you got to look at yourself and find out, am I a good salesperson? Have somebody listen to you. Are you selling? Are you delivering in a strong way? Like, I, I met a great realtor at the NAR conference and he said to film myself. So give like my listing presentation or if you guys are on the phone, have them film themselves on the phone and actually listen to the way they talk. Yeah. And you will learn so much yeah. about your little idiosyncrasies, how yeah. maybe where you rushed something, maybe where you jumped in and didn't listen enough. Yeah. And that's a great, great way to see how you I actually- I think that's brilliant. Yeah. I think that's brilliant because even like, you know, your salespeople, like people that are in, in-house for you, like it would be really good information for you to be able to see. Like I want to help them, right? but I can't be there at every turn with every conversation. So what is it that you're saying that is not- getting the message home to your clients that is encouraging them to shop you. What are you saying? There's something that you're saying or the way that you're saying or it. Or the energy you're putting out there. People the pick up on it. nonverbal energy yeah. so much and it's yeah. something that's really hard. You can change it and it's something that people don't realize that they're putting out there. But if you look at yourself, you can see the difference of the, what, what, what people are reading that you're not saying. I will tell you 100% that the, the, my business changed dramatically when I was able to exert confidence in what it was that I was selling, the ability of my team to get it done. And I knew I had something that nobody else was going to offer, which was me. I'm the difference. My team is the difference. That is what makes you better than the next guy because nobody can ever do you the way that you do you. And once I figured that out, my sales like quadrupled. Yep. And I remember being a little meek, mild little loan officer that just was hoping somebody would come and talk to me, you know, and like I didn't sell anything. I didn't sell anything. Well, now is not the time to be that person. Now's the time to be able to stand on your feet and say, I got you. We have a game plan. I know the rate's high. We're going to charge you the least amount of fees possible in order to get you there. And then we're going to refinance you and get you in where you need to be. And there's probably going to be another opportunity to refinance down the road. And if you have equity, then I mean, like real estate is a tool 
Yes, absolutely. And talking about being a leader and going in with confidence, I constantly feel like we're training our competition. And when you have a big team, you feel like you're training your competition. But like you just said, no one else can do what you can do. Right. Other people have different skills. Maybe they you're not quite as good at, but no one can do it the way you do it. Right. And so that was something, a fear I had to get rid of is I'm training my competition. Right. But no matter what I train them, they're still not going to be me. And so right. with you. Right. And I'm floored, honestly, how difficult it is to train people to do what it is that I do. I feel like because we do it and it does come easy to us, but it took a lot of time for, I guess, it to yeah. look and feel easy. Right. Um, but I'm always shocked too at how hard it is for some people to talk to people or just get on the phone yeah. and just make that phone call. I probably say once a day in my head, eat the frog first from you. Yeah. That phone call I didn't want to make, just make it. Just and eat I'll, the frog. I'll even say it out loud mm-hmm. in the office, eat mm-hmm. the frog first. I'll say it to myself. Mm-hmm. And that has been such a great thing. Just get on the phone, make the phone call. And it's never that bad. Yep. Just get over it. Right. And it makes you so much more powerful. So much. And it always makes me feel better. Whatever bad news, because we have to constantly give bad news. Right. But as soon as you make the phone call, let that anxiety that was eating away at you was gone. But I like, even when I call and give bad news to somebody, I feel like I'm almost, I'm getting to the point where I'm excited to tell them because I'm like, I got you. Right. You know, like just when we were, when we came in, you know, you heard me hearing, talking to a client that, you know, kind of got handed off and he had anxiety because, you know, his loan officer had, had just dropped him. And so, um, you know, so I was picking up the file and taking it from him. And it was just like, I was excited to call him to make him feel better. Exactly. If we don't get a house, we're going to find a better house. We're going to keep, be okay. we've got this together. I have your back. Yeah, I got we're you. We're going to get through this. I got you. I'm not going to drop you. I promise you. Yep. And you don't have to be perfect. Like you don't have to say anything smart. You don't have to say anything like super educated or professional or like any sort of mind blowing anything. You just got to call somebody and say, I got you. I care for you. I have my eyes on your file. I have my eyes on the health of your family and, and, and the strength of your asset. I've got you. I promise you, I won't drop you. You know, like that's not an educated thing to say. Like, no. like there's nothing, there's nothing smart about that. And I think we as loan officers and realtors, we're hoping that we're going to say something that sounds really smart. And like I stutter and fall all over myself all the time. And I've just learned to embrace it. Like this is who I am and this is how I sound. And my clients just want me to genuinely care. Genuinely care and follow through with what you say you're going to do. Yeah. And when you do bumble a little bit, they sometimes fall in love with you more because they see the real you. So you give them both a little bit of your personality, but also just knowing that they have your back. I think that's, yeah. and the way you talked to him on the phone, it was so fun to hear because oh. you did talk to him with excitement. Yeah. You did tell him you had his back numerous times and you could feel just, I couldn't even hear him, but I could just feel the energy change on the phone that he felt relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I love that saying, trust is built on small kept promises. Small kept promises. It's like small kept promises, showing up on time, doing what it is that you say you're going to do, following up with people. Little bitty small kept promises professionally mean more to people than the best rate. (laughs) You know, uh, you know, I have so many clients that are, and I know you do too, that are repeat, 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 repeat. And I know I didn't sell them the lowest rate. I know I didn't have the lowest rate. I'm never, ever going to have the lowest rate. I don't want to. No, because then you're a rocket mortgage and they're awful and you'll be, you're close 45 yeah. days late and origination fees will be five times what they are supposed yeah. to be and on and on. Yeah. I don't want to be the cheapest in town. Right. You know, the purpose of this podcast is just to say, I know that a lot of people are getting recruited right now and it sounds so attractive right now. 
But I promise you that the grass is not greener on the other side of the fence. The grass is greener where you stand, where you're watering it. Are you looking inward and making sure that you're doing the best thing that you can to be the best salesperson that you can, the best customer service person? Do you have the best backend system or are you dropping the ball once you get a contract and like you can't take it to close because you, you don't have that stuff set up? Like, are you working on your own systems and processes? This is like at home, right? I was just going to say, I'm going to develop like it to home. family. Yeah. The grass is not greener with another spouse. Other, I know you can't change out your kids, but the grass isn't greener there either. No. You have to, like you said, water the lawn that you have, work on that. There's definitely been times, you know, where things have been tough with Tyler and I. Yeah. But I never have thought the grass was greener. I might want to be alone. <laughs> but like but a I lot never of, thought that, oh, I could do better. Or if I was with that person, my life would be easier. A lot of spouses think that the grass is greener. And the moment that they start thinking that and they start shopping, like yep. you start talking to, talking to recruiters, you will find somebody to fill that hole. Yep. You will. And it's the worst thing you can do. Look the other way. Like I'm invested. I'm invested and in, I know you are too. I'm invested into my team. I'm invested into hometown. I am 100% here. I'm rowing the boat. I know that the best way to get through this crazy market, this recession, this difficult time in our industry right now is to link arms with our team and lean in. It is not a weakness to take a concession on your own income. It's not a weakness to have to lay somebody off. It is not a weakness to not fund as many as many sponsorships as you all, as you usually do. It's not a weakness. That's good business decisions. So Agreed. don't think it's a weakness just because like, you know, we've, we've taken some concessions on our pricing and some things and on our income in order to keep all the people that we have. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Thanks, Colleen. Thank you. The grass is greener here. Thank you for joining us today. Tune in next week for another episode of Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate. 